Peace be with you and welcome to a brand new episode of the Burning Strength Show. I'm your host as always, Father Christopher Cox, and you're listening to the recording of episode 114 being recorded on a very snowy April day. It happens to be April 17th, 2020. Uh, and in this recording, of course, happy to come back to you uh, as normal um, it, during these uh, circumstances where most of us are kind of stuck inside uh, during the uh, the pandemic. But what I thought I would do, and I mentioned this in the last episode, is for maybe the next several episodes, or at least until we kind of get back into the, the regular routine of things, is to provide you with uh, as much as I'm able to aud- audibly, just through audio, uh, to lead you through a number of different types of ways to pray. And uh, I still wanted to maintain a little bit of our typical episodes. So you'll you'll see maybe a, a commentary on current events, or uh, in an episode you might have a review of a movie or TV show that I've been watching. Especially uh, a lot of people have been asking, you know, what have you been watching? Uh, so I figured I would still leave that here. So in this episode, you're going to receive a guided meditation. It's one of my favorite guided meditations and a spoiler-free review of Sonic the Hedgehog. For our first segment, we'll be going through a guided meditation. I'm not sure if any of you have have done this before. Um, some of you may be very familiar with it. Maybe this might be your first one. Uh, but it is one of my favorite guided meditations because it, it seeks to the depths of, of the heart, of the soul, and the spiritual life. And it, uh, it really reaches back into uh, our tradition as Catholics. Uh, there's been a number of mystics, you know, that those are the spiritual masters of, of the church's tradition, who have uh, used similar meditations, and so what you'll hear uh, a, a verbiage kind of in regards to uh, talking about uh, mansions or castles uh, from a number of these spiritual directors, these great spiritual mystics, these. Uh, of the church. And so what I like to do uh, sometimes with my directees, with uh, retreats, is to go through a meditation like this just to kind of help to unpack a little bit of our the depths of our hearts to kind of help guide you to that depth and to see maybe perhaps something that you've been hiding from, from God, uh, maybe something that you're not even aware of and uh, to kind of help get that out. So maybe the next time you do spend a little bit of time in prayer, maybe it's something that you can bring to our Lord. So uh, without delaying it a little bit too much, it's best to learn prayer by doing prayer. So I want you to begin by simply closing your eyes, wherever you are. Close your eyes. Hopefully, obviously, you're not driving in the car. If you are driving in the car, I highly recommend that uh, you play this episode while you're at home. You have the ability to sit down somewhere, maybe even lay down somewhere and just close your eyes. And with your eyes closed, just kind of get yourself a little little comfortable because your eyes are going to be closed for a little while. So as I mentioned, 
One of my favorite things to do with groups is to be able to walk them a little bit through the depths of the spiritual life. We are very visual learners. Uh, Every generation alive right now, we learn from visuals. We have access to so much technology. And as I'm leading you through this meditation, I want you to imagine what's going on. Kind of imagine your surroundings. Everybody's is going to look a little bit different. So I want you to imagine for a moment. Again, make sure your eyes are closed. Imagine for a moment, just kind of walking through a park. You know, you're you're walking. There's not really anybody else around, but the the trees are in full bloom. You know, the grass is nice and green. You know, it's a nice clear sky. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's the perfect temperature for you, whatever that. You know, you're kind of just enjoying being out. You hear perhaps some birds chirping away and singing. You hear the rustling of the leaves as a nice gentle breeze goes through them. And you're just enjoying being there. You know, you take maybe a nice deep breath and you just let out a deep exhale as you start to just be in amazement of this great creation that God has made. Just a nice sense of peace and calm to your heart. It almost like feels like your blood pressure is lowered, that your heart rate is lowered, just being there. And you're very grateful in this moment that God has provided you this just stop during the middle of a busy schedule, just this moment to enjoy the world around you. But as you're kind of looking around and looking up at the trees, maybe some of the flowers, looking up and maybe you see a stray cloud or two, you hear some footsteps behind you. And as you hear some footsteps, it sounds like they're getting a little bit closer to you. So you turn around and you see a silhouette of what appears to be a man with long hair walking towards you. But you can't really make out his face. You can't really make out his the appearance of his clothes yet, just kind of the outline. And you kind of just are trying to mind your own business a little bit. and But you are aware of that there's somebody else in your park with you. So as he gets a little bit closer, you hear this man speak he says your name and it surprises you a little bit as you're thinking i've i don't think i've ever met this man before and as he gets a little bit closer you start to to see his clothing it almost appears that he's wearing a tunic of sorts and it doesn't look like something anybody from this era would wear or nor anybody that you know would wear on a regular basis. It almost looks like he's wearing a costume. You can start to see the appearance of a beard, you know, nice flowing brown hair. You know, he's got uh, the appearance that he's been outside for a little while, nice tan complexion. And he's got these piercing eyes as he starts to make his way closer to you. But 
you're not afraid because there's something about his face that just brings you a great sense of calm, great sense of relief. He's got this nice smile and it fits that surrounding of the park so well. This peace that you felt so far in this park has also been brought to you by this man's face. There's something about him and his voice just sounds so calm. And so you start conversing a little bit and it just, you're really at ease with him and you start to tell him a little bit about yourself. You forget the fact that he said your name, so somehow he knows you. But you just start to talk a little bit about your day, how everything's been going, you know, why you found yourself in that park in the first place. You know, some of your favorite things about the park. And then you both just start walking. And you're continuing to converse a little bit. You're doing most of the talking, but it doesn't seem that as though he minds you talking so much. And you just enjoy the, the breeze that gently blows by you every so often. Enjoy the rays of sunshine upon your face. Enjoy just, again, the animals, <laughs> the birds chirping away, you know, the rustling of the leaves listening to your footsteps, but you're just enjoying being encapsulated by the things you're talking to this man about. And as you continue to walk a little bit further, you know, it dawns on you a little bit. You know, you're thinking, you know, I don't even know how long I've been doing this. So you look down and you happen to be wearing a wristwatch. You look down at your wristwatch and you notice that you, you've been there for several hours and you need to get home. And so you tell this man that you need to get home. But he says, you know, it would be, be wonderful to uh, continue this conversation a little bit later. So how about I come on over uh, tomorrow and, you know, we can continue this, uh, this conversation we've been having. And you, you brighten up, you get so excited because you're thinking you're going to have this guest. He's been this great listener. You felt this great peace, maybe peace you haven't felt in such a long time. And so you gladly accept him essentially eventing himself over. And so you walk away proudly, but you remember as you're walking away that you actually live in a nice size castle. And as you're walking your way, you know, you're walking back to your castle, which isn't too far away, but you're doing so gleefully. And you're just thinking about, you know, all the things that you have to do now to prepare for this man coming to your castle. So you remember his appearance and you're starting to think, you know, who could that be? Who could that be? Where do I know him from? He just seems so familiar. And then almost like the disciples on the way to Emmaus, your heart starts to just well up with excitement as you think, could that really have been Jesus? Could that really have been Jesus? The clothing matches, 
you know, his face matches, everything matches everything that I've read about a lot of the pictures that I've seen, a lot of the digital recreations I've seen. And you just, you become so enamored with the fact that the Jesus took this time to spend time with you. So you make your way, you finally get back to your castle and you're looking at it. Perhaps your castle is made out of bricks. Maybe it's made out of stones. Maybe it's a wooden castle. But you make your way through those front doors. And perhaps those doors are large, uh, made out of metal. Maybe they're made out of rock. Maybe they're made out of brick or wood. But you make your way through it. And you, you close the door behind you. And you're still smiling. You're still smiling. It's almost as though nothing could remove this smile from your face. There's nothing that could happen that could remove this smile from your face. And so you started thinking, man, if this is Jesus, he's the number one greatest person that could ever come over my house, that could ever come over to my castle. So I need to start cleaning. You know, you might be typically a messy person or you might be generally a pretty clean person, but regardless, you when you have company like this coming over, you still feel like you need to rearrange things. You need to clean up a little bit just to make sure that everything looks okay from, for when Jesus comes over. And so you make your way down the hallways. You're looking at some of the pictures, and there's pictures of your family, maybe some pictures of some of the great highlights of your life, you know, uh, maybe some sports that you played when you were, you were a kid, maybe uh, some pictures of some of your favorite athletes, professional athletes, favorite celebrity uh actors or singers. Uh, maybe there's pictures of just people of history that you've admired, you know, throughout the years that are just on your walls. Again, this is your castle. So it's set up with things that you admire, you know, people in your life that are important to you. And so you're looking at all these pictures, you know, moments from your childhood, you know, if uh, you're an adult now, these are, there's also pictures of your adulthood, the people that you've met, the people that are important to you, again, significant moments of your life. And you start to make your way room by room. And some of them are pretty clean and other ones, uh, not so much, but you, you start to tidy up a little bit, you know, and you just get that sense of being very productive. So you start to tidy up. You're, you're moving things back to where they should be. You're maybe rearranging a few pieces of furniture just to make sure it's just right. And you make your way to the next room and you do some of the same thing. But you pass by this one room. You pass by this one room. And you kind of look at it. It kind of gives you this sense of, of dread almost that that room's there. But you walk by it. You know, you don't pay mind to it. And after that moment of dread, you make your way to some of the other rooms and you're proud of these rooms because a lot of these rooms showcase other moments of your life that, that have been really important to you that you're maybe even really proud of. You know, moments of uh, great triumphs, maybe scholastically, educationally, great triumphs maybe in the uh, workforce, great uh, moments when you were just, maybe you won this great board game. 
or other uh, event uh, over some of your peers or your friends, your family. And you just each room kind of almost showcases some of that, some of those things that are important to you. And it just seems like if suddenly you look down at your watch and you realize that the entire day has went by, but you're not tired at all. It's like, wow, you know, I, I just spent all day cleaning and I'm so excited that Jesus is coming. And then as soon as you're thinking about those things, you hear a knock. And again, it's a castle, so it almost seems like a distant knock. So you listen for it again, and you hear that knock once more on your door. And so you realize it's probably him. So you start running down the hall as you make your way past some of those great portraits of the moments of your life, those rooms you just tidied. You make your way to that front door. And indeed, it is Jesus. It is Jesus. And uh, he says hello again and, and addresses you by name. And you're excited to see him. And, and you apologize for not recognizing him at first. And he, he says, that's okay. That's okay. You know, I'm just happy to be here with you. So you invite him in. And he asks if you could give him a nice tour. He'd like for you to walk him through some of those moments of your life. And so you make your way down the hall and you start off by explaining some of those pictures, some of those people that have been important to you, those portraits that are on the wall, some people from your family. Maybe you've got a picture or two of yourself with some of your family members, some of your friends that have been so important to you throughout your life. And you make your way a little bit further and you show him some of those rooms that you just tidied up and why each one of them is significant to you. you know, they showcase some of those great trophies of scholastic accomplishment, some of those trophies of athletic accomplishment or accomplishments at work. You know, you just keep walking and you make your way showing him some of your favorite hobbies in each one of those rooms, some of those things you just enjoy doing. And you make your way to that ominous door. It looks like every other door, but there's something about it that just makes you a little bit uneasy. And you've been showing him every, every door up to this moment, and you're kind of hoping that he doesn't notice that you pass, you want to pass by this door. All the other doors have been open. This one's been closed. So you start walking past it, but you notice that there's no other footsteps that you hear. And you look back and you see him standing right next to that door. And he looks up at you. And you look at him. He just has those piercing eyes. He says, why don't we take a look in this room? But you have all this dread in your heart. Like, you know, Jesus, that, that room's a mess. I, I really don't want to show you what's in there. You know, um, I haven't had a chance to clean it. I wouldn't be a good, you know, sh a good person to showcase my house if, if I showed you the mess as well. He says, oh, I, I don't mind messes. I don't mind messes. 
How about we we go in there together? And you're really hesitant. It's like, well, Jesus, I I am I'm not proud of like what the way that that room looks. Um, how about we we look at some of these other rooms? Uh, I'll tell you about some of those other people, some of the other things that are important to me. But he just stands right there, and he's looking at you. And so you walk back towards that door, and you ask him, do you really want to look in that room? He says, I do. I do. I want to see everything. I want to see everything. So you, almost as though you start to reach into your pocket as though you are dreading having to pull that key out you pull it out of your pocket and you look at it you look up at him he just nods at you and you shrug so you put the key in the keyhole and it's a slow process as you turn the key and you push it open a little bit but this whole time you've noticed that he's been looking at you and you push open the door and it's just, as you have called it, it's a giant mess. Things are scattered all over the place. Things are pushed in big piles and it just feels so dreadful to be in this cluttered room. Everywhere else is nice and neat, but this is so cluttered. It's filled with a lot of those disappointing moments in life you know those moments that you got second place those moments you you missed that that job pay increase the moment you you missed that that bolster you know uh, in the lineup uh, in a sporting event you know that moment that you missed out on a particular event because of illness or or something else that came out up in your life those moments that uh, just people weren't the kindest to you. And each one of those objects just kind of represents something about that in life. And you almost with tears in your eyes, you look up at him. But he's still looking at you. But he's smiling this time. He's smiling. He's got that peaceful smile. And it's, you know, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm showing so much emotion right now, but I'm not really proud of the stuff in here. And he says to you, well, why don't we clean it up together? And it surprises you because typically you like to push those things down a little bit. It's something that you don't like to worry about having to clean up. It's something that you just leave the door locked and sometimes you throw something in there and you close the door back up and you lock it up again. But he really wants to do a nice thorough cleaning. And it's not just him saying you should do that, but he wants to clean it up with you. And so you start to clean one by one, talking about some of those disappointing stories. These moments in your life that weren't so great and you're showing all sorts of different emotions to him but just like before when you're in the park he's listening he's got a smile on his face a peaceful smile and in that moment it just seems like everything's going to be okay 
that even this room will be a room that you can open up and showcase once more. And in that moment, you just walk over to him and give him this great big hug. And you thank him. You thank him. So my brothers and sisters, you can open your eyes. And I hope I didn't startle you with that. I just realized I spoke a lot louder. But I hope that meditation was helpful to you. Because it's always interesting just to, to hear about some of those things that, were, that have been important to you that we like to show off to people and things that perhaps we like to hide from other people. But we do that with God too. And so hopefully whatever that was, whatever was in that, that room that you wanted to hide, hopefully the next time you pray and you really truly pray, whether it's inside a church, in an adoration chapel, whether it's at a park, or, or just in, in your upper room with the door closed, that you're able to bring those things to God as well. Now that you've ha- had the opportunity to take a good look at it, you know what those things are. And hopefully, the same God you encountered in that meditation will also accept all of those things that you bring to Him as you pray. That was a form of prayer. You used your imagination. Now it's a matter of bringing that to him as well in the other parts of your prayer life. For our final segment, I'll be giving you my spoiler-free review of Sonic the Hedgehog. Just like many of you, I've been having a little bit more time to watch movies to catch up on things. This was a movie that was released in theaters in February and released a lot earlier to digital and to DVD. Right now, it is rated a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.6 on IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. It covers that wonderful blue hedgehog that we loved from the video games back in the 90s, created by Sega. And uh, Sonic goes from one world, the world that he's known, and has to escape into the world, our world, uh, of the Earth. And in that process, he hides, uh, but he is soon uh, discovered by uh, the this Dr. Robotnik, who is the villain from the video games. And he has to find a way to not only save himself, save those that he's learned to love, but to also save the Earth. And he does that in uh, a number of different ways, and it's very endearing. The dialogue in this movie is great. It's one of the things I've loved about it. Uh, The voiceover acting has been fantastic. The animation in the year 2020 is amazing. Jim Carrey, this is one of the first movies I've seen with Jim Carrey in years. Jim Carrey plays a fantastic Mr. Robotnik, or Dr. Robotnik, sorry. And uh, the costuming that they give him is great. Just, you get that great sense that it's this great nostalgia factor. But I feel like um, some of the things that I didn't like is they, they tried to, in a few moments, they tried to push that nostalgia factor a little bit too much. And this is a movie that doesn't need that nostalgia factor. It can stand on its own. Um, those of us who, of course, played the game remember certain sound effects. 
such as you know his the running sound effects, especially the rings. They explained the rings, and that was an interesting uh, concept. What they do with the rings in in this particular movie, and I liked it. I actually really liked it. So uh, you get this uh, beautiful, unique movie uh, with a, a unique story to it. And uh, certainly in the end, I would recommend for most people to watch it. It's something you can watch with your kids. It is rated PG, so it's something that you might want to watch with them and not just leave them alone with it. Uh, I know my niece has certainly watched it, my oldest niece, and she loves it. She keeps watching it, according to my brother. So I would give this probably a an 8 out of 10. It's just very entertaining. And if you want a movie that's going to make you laugh or entertain, this is it. So my brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Hope to come back to you soon. May God bless you and your families at home. <laughs>